Welcome to Set for Life with Pastor Ray Jensen. You can find us at setforliferadio.com. Romans 10.9 says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. So let's listen from God's Word, verse by verse, on how we can prepare for the coming of the Lord and Messiah Jesus, who died on the cross, so that you can be set for life. You'll be set for life if you give your heart and believe what He's done for you. You'll be set for life with the treasure stored up in heaven when you're through. You'll be set for life. I want to talk to my Gentile friends out there. When you hear, say, a pastor like me talking about Sukkot, Yom Kippur, uh, all these, what are all these names? We don't know what it is. And we, we heard about we don't do Christmas and Easter. I don't either, because quite frankly, it's not in the Bible. I want to do the things that are in God's word. Mm-hmm. And when people see me, a Gentile, saying that I don't do Christmas, they think I am stealing their identity. Mm. You said the Jews feel like they're losing their identity when they believe in Jesus. Well, I've got Gentiles. I'm on the other side of the spectrum. When they hear me talk about the the real gospel, the real biblical faith, as the Bible states it, as the way the Lord wants us to do it, they think I'm telling them you have to become Jewish, that they're losing their identity. So it seems like we got the same thing going on. Jews feel like they're losing their identity. Gentiles feeling like they're losing their identity. What we're trying to say, what me and Rabbi Ron are trying to say together, is that what we read in Romans one sixteen, the gospel of Christ is the power of God of, to salvation for everyone, mm-hmm. the Jew first and the Gentile. To my Gentile friends, if you thought I was trying to push you Jewish, and how come you don't do Christmas? And how? Co- okay, hang on, guys. There's a lot of of wonderful feasts and festivals that the Lord God prescribed in his word. And it's, first off, it's to enjoy the Lord God, his His relationship. It's the way he wants us to do it. God knows better than us. I think we should do it God's way, correct? And also, it's huge what you said, Rabbi Ron, it's to get community with the Jewish people. Yeah. And I, I, I think that's the best thing I have learned out of teaching the Bible from the the Jewish roots is that it has got me closer to the Jewish believers, and that has been a blessing. I have missed my entire quote Christian life yeah. growing up until I discovered this. What more blessing there is in it and being closer to the Jewish people, and it's yeah. been fantastic. Well, Ray, um, Leviticus twenty three begins and starts out with these are the modim, these are the feasts of the Lord. Now, Israel says those are ours. Yeah. And many Jewish people, even listening now, get infuriated and call me a traitor and all of that. And there are those that don't like me and even to the point of hate me uh, because I, I, you know, denied something and embraced Yeshua. I've never left my people. Uh, in Leviticus 23, it starts out and it begins to tell you about uh, Shabbat and keep the Sabbath day and keep it holy. And then it talks about 
unleaven, the unleavened bread. It mm-hmm. talks about Passover, Pesach, Passover. And then it goes on to Sukkot, the counting of the time, the 50 days to, and then it goes on and talks about in this month, you'll celebrate the sounding of the shofar and what that represents. And when you think about the sounding of the shofar, you think about the great shofar. And Jewish people pray every day at the wall in Israel, Father, sound upon the great shofar, our freedom. Gather your outcasts from the four corners of the earth. And so we, we sound the shofar. The hundred, hundred and sometimes it's blasted. One thing uh, that I, I go to churches and they sound the shofar, and it's so exciting because the shofar is is not us summonsing God, right? It's God summonsing us. That's His call to it us. It is yeah. us to come up. Yes. A lot of people uh, misinterpret. Well, it's it's, it's time now. To, to guess, no, it's God's voice crying out to us, come, my beloved, come up. Make Aliyah, come up to me. And so the sounding of the shofar, and then Yom Kippur, uh, what does that stand for? The, 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 uh, the Day of Atonement, the High Holy Day. And, yes. And then, of course, Sukkot and the Eighth Day and, and Hanukkah and, and Purim, and each one representing a battle uh, that God had victory over uh, Israel's enemies. And uh, may it be so today for our people in Israel and the broken, the broken lives of the Palestinian people, the innocent people, the children, all of it. May Hamas, the evil, be totally annihilated and destroyed. May there be great peace for us. You know, we sing a, a song, we, we say a prayer, and we say it uh, when we pray Kaddish. It's not a prayer for the dead, but it's remembering life. And at the end of it, it says, uh, may there be great peace from heaven and life for us all. Uh, life for us all, for Israel, life for us all. O say shalom b'mromavu, yasei shalom aleinu, v'echo Israel b'mru, amen. And we say that. And if you'll get the, the, the gist of this, our Jewish people are crying out to God that there would be peace in the earth as well as in Jerusalem. We pray for the nations of the world when we wave the lulav at Sukkot, the fruit and the branches. And you'll find that in Le- Leviticus. You take the branches and you'll wave them. Will you wave them to the north, south, east, and west? What does that mean? It means that you, are, you know that God has put you in charge to be a light to the nations of the world. Why did God choose Israel? Why? Because they are a nothing people, the lowest of lowest, that would represent him to the world and who he really is. We have failed as Jewish people to be a light to our own people as well as the nations. But this is changing. There are Jewish people coming to faith. Recently, I got a text from the front lines in Gaza of a commander who found one of his sergeants' New Testaments and gave his life to the Lord and said, how can we get more of these books in our platoon? Wonderful. We're having, with bulldozers gathered around, 
men doing prayers in the morning with great big bulldozers dozers with armament, making that a place of a synagogue to pray in the mornings. These men, we're having people seeing angels standing, telling them, don't go in here and there. Yeshua is revealing himself by his spirit to so many thousands of young men and women during this war. And so it will be that Israel will be saved. And if this is the the end of humanity as we know it and the end of the world, then make sure your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Amen. You want to go to this gift that we're that we have that we're trying to offer you. And again, to the Jewish, my Jewish friends out there, you're feeling like this means, well, I don't have to be, I, I'm not going to be Jewish anymore. Well, just play this podcast over again and listen to what Rabbi Ron has said. He didn't ever stop being Jewish. I'm, I'm more Jewish than I've <laughs> than ever, you've been. ever been. <laughs> I'm probably more Gentile than I've ever been, but I have Yeshua. Amen. And I just, I love the, the beyond religion, it's relationship. We're not talking religion. We're not talking these feasts of, oh, it's a religious thing. The feasts, they paint a picture of what God has for us, the, the blessings that he has for us to understand. I, I got a picture of this when I was in the sukkah, a very temporary tent in my backyard that the, the, the Israelites build during Sukkot. Uh, we built that sukkah, and a storm came through. And me and my friend, Hank, we were inside the sukkah trying to hold it down. The wind picked up. And it was blowing this thing in this very temporary tent. We're hang, hanging on, hanging on. It's like, just hang on to it. And then it subsided. And we're like, okay, got through that one. I got this picture from that. That's the Holy Spirit indwelling me. He's like, oh, here comes a trial. Let's hang on. I'll hold you together. Let's hang on. So, friends, these, these feasts, well, I'm a Gentile. I don't understand all these feasts. They're all designed to show you a picture of who God is. And we just want you to come to a relationship with Messiah Jesus. And uh, you also said something about when a rabbi comes to your church. I have a rabbi comes to my church every time. It's Messiah Jesus. <laughs> he comes Hallelujah. to my church every time. He is our rabbi. And he's welcome here. Friends, we're trying to show you the Jewishness of Messiah Jesus. You don't have to stop being Jewish. To my Gentile friends, I'm not asking you to give up your identity either. You can still have your identity, but also in Jesus Christ, you're still going to be who you are, but he's going to change you, give you a new heart. It's not that you're, you're losing what you think you're losing. You're gaining a tremendous blessing. You know, Ray, bef- uh, after I came to faith and assimilated into Christianity some, I remember the Christmas cantatas. I remember the uh, Christmas tree, the singing Christmas tree. Uh, in Memphis, uh, and I remember so many of the wonderful Christmas uh, hymns and carols and what they represent and how beautiful they are. My wife and I would play them uh, throughout the year. We have a nativity scene. We have two nativity scenes. One's handcrafted in Israel uh, by a uh, Arab Christian that was made special out of olive wood for Dolly. And it plays Silent Night, Holy Night, and it's it's really amazing. And uh, we call that our family. We put the uh, we leave it out year round. Actually, uh, it means so much. But I want to say this: uh, there are so many people that are anti-Christian who have become 
Messianic followers and their anti-Christmas trees and anti-this and anti-that. I have children that celebrate Christmas, and I'm delighted to go to their homes and light the menorahs, but I'm never offended by them having packages at Christmas and talking about the birth of Jesus. You know, I've known Jewish people, I've known Jewish professors that were born again because they went to a Christian church, they went to a Christian uh, uh, Christmas uh, cantata, and they went through those holidays, and they pictured and saw the truth of Jesus born in Bethlehem and the city of Judah in the days of Herod the king. Uh, I'm telling you, the, the new covenant is Jewish. It is very Jewish to you that are Jewish. Read it. Read Matthew, the genealogy. Read Luke. Read about these things. These are our history and how the Messiah came into the world. Read about it. Read about his temptations and his death and bare own resurrection. And you that are Christians, well, I worship on Sunday. I don't worship on Saturday. I'm, I'm not keeping the Shabbat. Listen to me. God has a time and a season and a revelation that are going forth. He will show you. He will show you. He will teach you. We have the Holy Spirit that teaches us. I go. I enjoy going to Sunday church many times. I speak in churches. I enjoy their worship. I enter their worship. Yes, I keep Shabbat. Uh, this week we'll do Kaddish at the synagogue for my wife. It's an annual anniversary of her death. But then I'll travel six and a half hours on Shabbat, mm-hmm. which is more than a mile. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like 660 of those miles. Uh, and so that's about, what, uh, three years worth of miles or something. Right. <laughs> but uh, uh, anyway, uh, to speak and to be a part of uh, a new beginning where people are hungry to know uh, about what we're talking about today. Don't turn a deaf ear to uh, the truth of uh, Messianic Judaism, but you as, as Christians, I love you. I admire you. Stand with Israel, please. Stand with us, please. Because the Holocaust took place, there were people that were denominational uh, Methodists, Lutherans, Episcopals, uh, I don't know all of the denominations that were there with Luther and Luther and all of this that were killing our people. And so today, that can change. You can stand with us. We're not about butchering the Palestinians. We're about peace in the land. And there'll never be soul peace until Yeshua comes and sets himself up for the eternal kingdom. But we as believers can stand together. I got a picture of an Arab uh, Christian in an Israeli uniform, and I texted him back, and I said, I stand with you, my brother. I want you to know today that you're listening to a Jewish man that takes care of widows, orphans, Holocaust survivors, at-risk kids. We have funds going to feed the hungry all throughout the nation of Israel the West Bank, we sent in truckloads of food and blankets and everything down through the Gaza for decades of time through Sorot. We have worked. There's a rabbi in Sorot who gives to the poor of, uh, of Gaza. And so I want you to know that 
Uh, We stand in unity with you, but we ask you, please, to stand with us. And if you feel led, look up IsraelBenevolenceFund.org. IsraelBenevolenceFund.org. That's one word. And just look at it and pray, because God, we're doing the work. Friends, if you have been moved to stand with the Jewish people, stand with Israel. Uh, first off, I want you to know Genesis twelve three says of Israel that the Lord God will bless those who bless you Amen. and curse those who curse you. Amen. If you want to be blessed, let me give you a very simple formula. Bless Israel. You bless Israel. And one thing I will also say is you cannot, hear me, friends, to my Gentile friends, let me, let me put this as blunt as I can make it. You cannot hate the Jews and love Jesus. Amen. Because he is a Jew. It doesn't add up. It's all in water. You have to love the Jewish people. Well, I don't know any Jewish people. Well, I've just introduced you to one today on the radio and just work from there. I'm a Gentile trying to learn all this stuff myself. I'm trying to pick it up. So if you're a Gentile saying, well, I don't get it. I don't understand these words he said. Okay, that's fine. But today's your entry into that. I want you to go to IsraelBenevolenceFund.org. And if you want to help support the Jewish people, support Israel with what's going on right now, you can go to IsraelBenevolenceFund.org and be a giver there. And that will go to the right place. You're not going to have to wonder, oh, is, are they really just soaking up money and, and bull corning me? No, they're not. They're, they really get it up there where Rabbi Ron just said it goes. I've, so, never, I've never drawn a salary in all of these uh, 15, 16 plus years. The money that comes in goes to the land. We have administrative fees, of course, because we do printing sure. and brochures. But it helps your people. Guys. It helps the people. Yeah, a, a very large uh, 90s percentage uh, goes to the land. So my friends, you're like, yes, I want to help that. I, I want Yeshua. I want to help the people of Israel. Here's two things you can do. Go to IsraelBenevolenceFund.org and be a giver there. And here's, here's the most important thing you can do of all. Give your life to Messiah Jesus. Hallelujah. That is the, you really need to do that first. You can do that right now. Here's how you, how you can do it. First off, Follow me in prayer. I can't pray it for you. You need to believe this yourself, okay? But I'm going to guide you. Say, Lord Jesus, I realized I'm a sinner. I completely blew it. I, I, I messed up, and I can't fix it. So, Lord Jesus, I give it to you. I turn it all over to you. Take over. My best has done nothing but mess it up. So, Lord Jesus, you take over. You are now Lord. I repent of my sins. I I don't want my old life. I hate it. Uh, Friends always tell you, if you don't like your life, give it to Jesus. He'll give you a new one. And give it to the Lord. Say, Jesus, take over. I give you my life. I believe that you died for my sins. You paid my death penalty for me. And that God raised you up again to life so that I can be raised with you. I give you my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just prayed that, according to Scripture, you just got saved. Well, I'm a Gentile. I don't understand all this Hebrew stuff. Well, just welcome to your first day. Let's just walk from there. So, uh, Rabbi Ron, um, would you, uh, if you have any closing statements, and I'd love to hear the Aaronic benediction from a son of Aaron. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Yevrachacha Adonai v'yishmerecha. Yair Adonai p'navilecha v'koneka. Yisadonai p'navilecha. Ve'yasim lecha. Shalom. 
Yevrakaka Adonai Veishmereka Yair Adonai Panavilecha Vikuneka Isadonai Penavilecha Veyasimlecha Shalom Lord bless you and keep you. Lord make his face to shine upon you. Be gracious. Lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Abba, I pray for those who suffer in illness, disease. I pray for those who suffer in their minds and their hearts. For those, Lord, that are hearing this broadcast and maybe even homeless or seem to be forgotten, that somehow, some way, all of this will be transcended, Lord, by your blessing on their life. You came to set the captives free, to bind up the brokenhearted and set at liberty those that are in bondage. You came to give us life, life abundant and life eternal. Messiah Yeshua, we love you and we bless you. And we love what you love and hate what you hate. We realize that our war is not with flesh and blood, but principalities and evil. The Hamas is evil. It's a assignment of Satan, and we pray that Hezbollah and all these other things would be destroyed in this hour. This is a day of your coming. Oh, Lord, help us to join together. I pray for America for our country, for those who serve so willingly their lives, their families, their children, that your blessings would be upon their life as well through this prayer. We pray for our government and, Lord, that they too could have revival in the midst of their lives. Pray for your suffering saints, for Ron and Yanni there at Calvary in Fairland. Pray, Father, that you, Lord God, would bless their lives and so many others that are suffering and going through time of travail. In Yeshua's name, amen. What a fantastic time together. Rabbi Ron, thank you so much for being here today. What a today. joy, Ray. It's been a blessing, and I, I believe that this uh, broadcast will go out to bless many, many hundreds more. May it be so. Friends, go to IsraelBenevolenceFund.org. Give your life to Jesus. We're just talking about relationship with God. You're looking for fellowship. You're looking for community. This is it to the Jew first and the Gentile. We're all believers waiting for you to come on along with us. I want you to know you are not worthless. You are priceless. Messiah Jesus died on the cross to redeem you so that you can be set for life. Thank you for listening to Set for Life. We hope you can join us next time 
unless Jesus returns for us first. Set for Life is the radio ministry of Pastor Ray Jensen. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast at setforliferadio.com. Hi, this is Ray Jensen. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to encourage you in God's Word. If the Bible doesn't excite you, then you're not reading it. I want you to remember that you are not worthless. You are priceless. Messiah Jesus died on the cross to redeem you so that you can be set for life. You'll be set for life.